0: In Matthew 11, if you'd look, and if you weren't with us in previous nights, um, what we're doing tonight is built on uh, the previous, and then going forward, we expect it to be the same. Always open to, to change, but uh, we started talking about Monday night how the, the Father spoke to Jesus and said, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased." And he said that more than once. And we saw that there's a connection between that and Jesus' meekness. What was the Father pleased with Jesus about? Because when he said that at the baptism, the order of baptism, this was before there was any ministry. This was before the teaching and preaching and healing and miracles. And yet he said he's pleased with him And even well pleased with him right now. This had to do with his heart. And his uh, love for the Father. And his, as we find out, as we look at these things, his his submission to the Father. His commitment to the Father. His willingness to obey. He said, I didn't come to do my own will. But the will of him that sent me. And in, in Matthew 11, verse 28 Jesus says this, Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden or loaded, and I will give you rest. To go through life stressed, upset all the time, it's not the plan of God. Somebody said out loud, "Rest rest is God's plan for me. If you let him... The enemy will trick you, and you'll stay upset about something all the time. And just about time one thing gets worked out, guess what? There'll be something else to be upset about, mad about, hurt about, offended about, put out about. And you will live, you won't realize it. Because it's one thing after another. It's not the same thing always. But you'll go months and years and year after year and you're always upset about something. Not the will of God. It's a bad witness too. Hmm? People should see us unfazed by the junk of the world. They should see us Full of faith, full of peace, full of joy, yeah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and influencing others. He said, take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, you'll find rest. He says it again, rest to your souls, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We, uh, we talked about the greatest examples of faith in Scripture and what they were connected to. It was the Syrophoenician woman, and we saw that her faith was shown in her humility, humbling herself before the Lord instead of getting offended and taken off. We saw the centurion concerning his servant. And in fact, just go there again to uh, Matthew 8. Praise God, praise God. Y'all got time? I'm slowing myself down right now is what I'm doing. Matthew 8, the centurion had sent word that his servant was sick. Verse 7, Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. Verse 8, the centurion said, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only. Or In other words, that's all you need to do. That's the only thing you need to do. Now we know in just a few moments, Jesus is going to say, I hadn't seen faith like this in the whole nation. So that should really get our interest. Why? What did he see? This man's not a theologian, he's a soldier. What allowed him and enabled him to have faith that Jesus marveled over? <laughs> Jesus is not. Overly impressed with just anything. (laughs) But this, the the man said, "Uh, I only need a command from you, sir. Now, this is not walking by sight. I don't need you to lay hands on me. I don't need you to prophesy over me. I don't need you to come to my house. I don't need to ask you any questions. I don't need to see any change. I don't need to feel anything. I don't need to ask anybody else about it. All I need
1: is one word
0: from you, sir. Thank you, Lord. Can we operate that way too? Can we? This man's not born again. This man is not filled with the Spirit speaking in tongues. This man doesn't have a New Testament. This man can't come to greater faith conference. (laughs) What I'm saying is we should have it all over him. With all of our research and yet it's still a choice. Because the flesh will pull you to walk by sight. We're going to breathe a sigh of relief when we see it. When we feel better. When the report's better. I've had people more than once say, you know, I'm, I'm going to the doctor to get some tests and stuff. Will you agree with me for a good report? And I say no. Yeah. What well, do you mean no? You just told me you're not going to believe anything's happening until they give you a good report. Not no. not really. That's, right. That's walking by sight. There's no faith in that at all. The, the Bible will read exactly the same before you go, during the test, yes. after the test. We'll read exactly the same. Is that right? Yes. So you can go ahead and celebrate now, now. 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 Yeah. before you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Somebody's scratching their head about that. <laughs> yes. Don't throw it away. Yes. We walk by faith,
1: yes.
0: not by not sight. he said all I need is this command. And uh, I don't need anything else. I don't need to feel anything. I don't need to see anything. I just need for you to tell me that. And that is still true with every one of us today. You must not separate trying to exercise faith and walk in faith from being led by the Spirit. Many people in our circles Have had what they call faith failures. Which is a term I I don't like at all. Because the faith of God does not fail. What the what happened was they called it faith. They thought it was faith, but it wasn't faith. What do you mean? And the problem is people have learned some principles of faith, but they've separated it from a living fellowship and relationship with God. And they just decide, I'm going to believe for this to happen. Well, did you ask God about it? Did y'all talk about it? Did he tell you to go that way and that was the thing to believe for? Somebody says, well, uh, do I have to? Well, you tell me how it's working. (laughs) Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. Man, if that's true of him. It's certainly true of, true of us. He said, I only say what I hear, I only do what I see. And we found that Phyllis and I made some mistakes like everybody else in the early days of our walk. But that's what we got a hold of. We thought, hey, <laughs> we, we gotta stop this just deciding what we're gonna believe for and trying to get God to back it. Yeah. All right. All right. We got somebody says, Well, well just stand on the scripture. Uh, it's a big book yeah. <laughs> which one yeah. i'll just pick one anyone no 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 this will answer a lot of questions mm-hmm. as to why some things didn't work well i was i was believing i was yeah but did you hear from him to start with you go. Yeah. Our, our our beloved romans ten seventeen so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And, and, and that's that word, rhema. And it has it's also translated report. It means you have heard from God. How did Abraham have faith that we're still talking about today with no Bible? No Bible. How did he? He heard from God. And he just believed it and acted on it. Do not separate. Is everybody awake? Do not try to exercise faith principles apart from being led by the Spirit of God. Doesn't work. And that's also why some things didn't work in your past. But it's okay. God still loves you. It can be better than it ever was. Don't blame Him. Say, I'm sorry I didn't ask first, Lord. Huh? Don't blame Him. Somebody said, don't blame Him. Don't blame Him. And seek Him. And uh, acknowledge Him in all your ways. And He'll direct your paths. And that's when you'll prosper and have good success. Uh, he said, Speak the word only, and my servant will be healed. For or because, this is why I say this I am a man under authority. I have officers who outrank me. And I have soldiers who are under me that I outrank. This whole thing's about rank. And he said, he just gives him uh, 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 for instance, he said, I tell this man, go. And he doesn't say, how come? Or I can't right now. Or maybe later. <laughs> he says, go, and what? I mean, he's, he's moving. <laughs> the Roman army was very disciplined. And insubordination was not tolerated. And go, and he goes. I tell another one, come, and he's on the way. I tell my servant, do this, and he does it. He's talking about commands. Yeah. And the reason he's giving these people commands is because he has authority over them. Right. And they understand they, they are under him, and they listen to his commands. And he said, I have people over me. And the implication is when they tell me to do something, that's what I do. And what he's saying is, let's see how it says it. Um, Actually, it's um, Luke 9 that talks about it. He uses the word also. What he's saying is, I recognize you have that rank, that authority. And so... If you say it, it'll happen. Somebody say glory to God. And if you say it, it'll happen. (laughs) The body of Christ has, in many cases, become so sloppy because of conformity to the world. Whatever's in the world tends to get in the church. Unless you really make an effort to keep it out, and this irreverence and this disrespect, and rebellion and insubordination undiscipline it's it's it 's infected so much of the church, and so soldiers come before the Lord and they say, "Lord, I need something, I really need it, and, and I want it and, and he says, I, "I paid for it, and I gave it to well, I know all the scriptures are in there, but I don't feel good, and I just, I just need a hug. <laughs> Shoes untied, shirt tail sticking out, rumpled, frumpled, <laughs> definitely not squared away. <laughs> But the Bible said, Endure hardness as a good soldier. And if he's, he's holding this up to us as an example for all generations. Yes. And you and I should get a clue and go, uh, Permission to be healed, sir. <laughs> he said, You are healed. Thank you, sir. Yes. Yes. Go your way. Go your way. Yes. Why? <laughs> if he said it, that's how it is. That's it. Nothing to question, nothing to debate about, nothing to talk about.
1: That's right.
0: Makes it simple and quick. Yes, sir. Easy. These two examples are the only ones where Jesus used this terminology, great, megas faith. And yet, that's not the greatest example of faith. Can you imagine what that might be? Yes, the greatest example of faith. Is the Master Himself. Yes. And if the greatest faith is coupled to humility and submission, we'll see it there too. Philippians, please, the second chapter. Philippians chapter 2. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. He said, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. This would be in haughtiness. Um... The Scripture warns us not to love the world, and it mentions in 1 John 2:15 three things. Said, the, the longing of the eyes, the longing and desire of the flesh, and the pride of life. And you'll find those are exactly the three things that the devil tempted Adam and Eve with in the beginning in Genesis. And it's the same three areas he's been working on ever since because they are completely effective but the term pride of life can also be translated ostentatiousness or showiness you ever heard of show off now don't raise your hand but have have you ever tried to show off <laughs> tried to impress people i'm looking don't raise your hand, but I'm just I'm just I don't need you to answer that. there's something about the flesh. The the desire to impress. And that's that's what that's why a lot of lies are told. And of a lot of stretching hmm? and Exa- exaggeration and shading. And flat out lying to hide something that might make me look bad to somebody because of the desire to impress. And this is particularly strong with your elders, with people you respect, that kind of thing. And, and the thing is, especially with spiritual elders, they likely know when you're lying to them. <laughs> so a really dumb move. I think a lot of you've heard the account, but it may be worth repeating a first meeting that Brother Hagen Sr. ever took Phyllis and I with him on. He's out in uh, uh was that Washington? Yeah, Washington, Seattle. And uh one of the first nights we're going to the meeting, we're riding in the car with him. Man. I'm sitting there quiet, you know, but I'm I'm smiling like the cat that got the canary, you know. <laughs> Riding with the prophet <laughs> to the meeting, to the big meeting. He, he was happened to be riding in the back. I don't know how that happened. But and and mom in the back and yeah, in the, the three of y'all, him and mom and Phyllis were in the back and me and the driver were in the front. That's what it was. And uh, we're driving quiet, just completely <laughs> quiet in the car. And he reaches up and grabs the back of my seat. And just starts thrusting it back and forth going, Woo! 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 And I'm, I'm moving like this, and I'm moving like this. And his brother, hey, I know it's him. I mean, he, I, he's yelling in my ear. And then he said, boy, did you feel that? Did you feel that? <laughs> And how my heart sank, I thought, Oh God.
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't feel a thing, man. I, I thought, oh Lord, he's gonna find out right now, just how unspiritual I am. I sat there for a minute and I thought, What did I say? What did I said, Well there ain't nothing to say. Except uh, No sir. He said, Ha! Me neither. <laughs> Now, boy, I thought many a time, what if I had said, oh, 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 oh,
1: yeah. Huh? <laughs>
0: All humility is, in these kind of situations, is honesty. Honesty. Just honesty. <laughs> Whew. He said, uh, don't let nothing be done through strife, that's fussing and fighting, and vain glory, showiness, showiness. Want people to see. Do things so people will notice you. Try to impress people. Don't try to impress. Just be impressive. Come Come on. That's good. Don't try to sell it. Be it. (laughs) Uh, In lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. You hear sometimes people say, Well, well, I don't think I'm better than anybody else, but I don't think anybody else is better than me either. (laughs) Not a scripture. Not a scripture. In fact, you are supposed to esteem other people better. Man, I feel like I lost half the crowd right there. Did I read it right or not? Let each esteem other better than themselves. so says, "Why would I do that? How can it? It's not hard. You don't know about all their faults and shortcomings and failures, and you do know about yours. So it shouldn't be hard." imagine that they're wonderful and don't look too hard (laughs) look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others let this mind be in you what mind same thing as come learn of me what mind Lowliness of mind. Verse 3, lowliness of mind. Let this mind, lowliness of mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. What, What does that mean? He didn't think it was too much to ask. He didn't think it was too beneath him. And oh, brother, I, 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 we can't even fathom what it's like to be in glory with the Father, looking down on this mess, wow. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and and saying, "Yeah, I'll be born in a stable, in a horse trough, yeah." I think the angels, when it happened, they went, no, no. He's down there in the muck with those pitiful humans. No. He let them hit him. He let them slap him. He let them talk to him like that. He let them crucify him. I think they were just shocked beyond. But he wasn't doing it for himself.
1: That's right. That's Somebody say,
0: thank you, Jesus. He wasn't doing it for himself. But what's, what's this whole thing? If he wasn't too important, too pure, too holy to step down and do it, what about me? Right. What, what about you? Let this mind be in you. There was in him what not think it's too low for me to stoop to help somebody. He he didn't think it was robbery. Being equal with God, he is God. God manifested in the flesh, but he didn't function as God. He he, he other translations bring out that he laid aside. His mighty weight and power and glory, and became like other men. Let me just read it. He made himself of no reputation. This we read about his triumphal entry into the city. No war horse. Huh? No entourage. No big regalia to impress. Little donkey coat. <laughs> why why he's not trying to impress he doesn't need to impress he knows who he is did, did you notice the temptation the enemy starts out if you be the son of God do this but that didn't work on the master it had worked on human beings for centuries before but the Lord knows who he is right And if you accept what he said about you, you can know who you are. And it makes you hard for the devil to deal with. You just want to entertain a lot of stuff. Because you know, I am, I've been made, the righteousness of God in Christ. I've been made holy. I've been made a son of God. He said... uh, Took upon him the form of a servant. He was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man. Uh, I've heard people say, you know, Jesus, you know, uh, uh, He he cleansed the lepers and he, he raised the dead. Why? Because he's God, you know, he, he walked on the sea, because he's God. That's true, but it leaves the wrong impression. Yes. Yeah. He did do it, he is God. He did not do it as God. That's right. Right. He did it as a man. With no unfair advantage over us. He did it as a man. Anointed with the Holy Spirit. That's why he said, I can of my own self do nothing. I mean, if he's operating as God, he couldn't say that. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Everybody say he humbled himself. himself. Say it again. He humbled himself. himself. Who did it? The Father humbled him. No, sir. No. Men humbled him. No, sir. Absolutely not. Who humbled him?
1: Himself.
0: And see, with God, that is the only way he will do it. When people say, God, you know, help me out, humble me, you're praying the wrong prayer. He can't answer that. And you hear people say, oh, God humbled me with that. No, he didn't. Mm-mm. If you don't humble yourself... It won't happen. If if you don't submit yourself, it it won't happen. Hold your place here. Go to Matthew 10 quickly, please. Or I guess it don't have to be all that quick. Are you relaxed? Are you okay? Actually, go to Matthew 20 for time's sake. Matthew 20. We mentioned this last night, and I want to, before we get through tonight, because we need to move into some other things tomorrow night and the next night as, as the Lord will lead us, three big things about submission, what it is, how it functions. Number one, submission is not being forced. I'm talking about submission in God. It is not subjugation. It is not being made to do a thing. When you you get into trying to make somebody do something, you will not have the Holy Spirit's help. He will not help you with that. When you're going to force somebody to do something against their will, that is devilish. No matter who's doing it what reasons they give Is everybody awake? Yes. Trying to force a person to do something against their will is devilish. God won't have any part of it. And here Jesus talks about this. Matthew 20:25 20, They were fussing and arguing about who's going to be the greatest. And he said, uh, verse 25, he said, You know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. And, And Luke's account in chapter 22 says they exercise lordship over them. Or you can say it like this, they lord it over them. And, of course, it's certainly that way with the Roman government And all that was going on at that time, uh, nobody asked you what you wanted to do. They told you what to do. And if you didn't do it, you were forced to, to the point of death. And he said, that's the way it works in the world. Verse 26, are you reading? Are you reading? What does it say? It shall not be so among you. I want you to proclaim that over yourself. It shall not be so. It shall
1: not be
0: so. With, me. With me. What does that mean? I will, not I will not try to force somebody to do something against their will. Amen. I will not. You know, that's one of the instructions to uh, elders in 1 Peter 5 is to be examples of the flock and not lord it over them. Yes. Why even say that if it hadn't been an issue? People get the big head and they get to feeling their position. They're thinking everybody has to do what they say. If they don't, well, then they're going to make you do it. That is devilish. Ungodly. Devilish. Yeah, but it's for their own good. It's devilish. God won't do it. He will not do it. And if you do it, you leave him. You leave his spirit. You're doing it on your own. And bad spirits will help you. And you particularly find the manifestation of this in rage. When people get so mad and they get into a rage. And I've even heard people, and they start saying, Bless God, you're going to. (laughs) Leave God out of this. You already have, but I mean. Don't try to make him a partner to any of this. Actually, I had a, had a preacher uh, after service one time come and stick his finger in my face. He said, I tell you one thing, bless God. When God gets ready for you to do something, by God, you will do it. <laughs> I said, I don't think so. <laughs> See, do you hear the tone of that? Yeah. That's not meek and lowly of heart. That's right. That's not humble. That's not Jesus. That's some twisted religious idea. Completely disconnected from God. He said, it shall not be so among you. But whoever will be great among you, let him be your minister or your servant. Whoever will be chief, let him be your servant. For the Son of Man didn't come to be served. But to serve or minister and give his life a ransom for many. Back to Philippians. Back to Philippians. We're making progress. Need to get a little bit further, can we? Let this mind be in you, verse 5, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Made himself of no reputation. Took upon him the form of a servant. Is he humbling himself? Oh, beyond what we know. Made in the likeness of men. It's it's kind of hard to imagine. Well, you can't really imagine. What it's like to be eternal deity. And by the end of the day, in a little baby body. In a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in a stall, stinky, smelly stall, <clears throat> and to walk in the dust and to feel the heat and the cold, and to, and the worst part is all the bad attitudes <laughs> everywhere you go. The death, the death. Soon and very soon, you and I are going to be completely free. From any vestige of death. Yes, yes, yes. Where we're going, where we're going to live, no more sorrow, no more pain, yeah. no more crying, yeah. no more dying, Hallelujah. no more funerals, no more hospitals, no more cemeteries. Hallelujah. The flowers won't die, the trees won't die. Hallelujah. You, nothing about you will die, or even age. Hallelujah. Death. Well, I've been swallowed up Hallelujah. in victory. Thank you. Soon and very soon. Very soon. All we got to do is just keep it together. It's a few more days. <laughs> and we're out of here. But a big part of our job is to take everybody we can with us. Right? So we don't want to get out of here before we take everybody we can with us. That's not just the preacher's job. That's everybody's job. Because you are the witness where you live, where you work, people you see. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. And not just death, but the death of the cross. Because it was written even from you know, centuries before, cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree. The Crucifixion was the electric chair, the gas chamber, the hangman's noose of the time, but hung out in front of the world to see. It was for the worst criminals, the worst of the worst. And Jesus allowed it. He didn't think. Him being God and holy. It was too far for him to stoop down. And too much for him to yield to. To save you. And save me. Somebody say thank you Jesus. Thank you. Thank you Lord. But now. Notice how this works. He did it. Wherefore, God also has what? Highly Highly exalted him. He he went from heaven to the earth and even further below to to the depth. To the high. He went as low as you can go. That's if right. he didn't go, you're going to have to go. So you need to believe he went. Yeah. Yeah. He went. He went to the lowest place there is. Yeah. Wherefore, yes. God also has highly. 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 He brought him up out of there. Woo. He brought him to the tomb. He brought him up out of the tomb. He brought him on up. He brought him up out of the solar system and past the galaxies. All the way to the right hand of the throne of majesty on high. And gave him a name that's above every name that's named. In the kingdom of God, this is what works for everybody. If you exalt yourself, you will be abased. You lift yourself up, you're going down. Pride goes before a splat. But if you humble yourself, and you humble yourself before God, in due time, He'll what? Exalt you. In God's kingdom, the way up is down. You humble yourself, and the more you're willing to do it, To please him and obey him and accomplish him the higher you go after it's over. And there will be many opportunities in this life for us to humble ourselves. Go to Hebrews 2. i got like two more verses or so. That may not be much comfort to you. We can stay a long time on a verse, can't we? <laughs> 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 They're so rich, though, right? I mean, they are, all of his words are so rich. Uh, Hebrews 2. We said, number one, submission is not being forced. Do you believe that?
1: Yes.
0: You're in agreement with that? Yes. Yeah. God's not going to make you do something. You and I should not try to make somebody do something against their will. I've had sometimes people say, you know, well, well, make me me do it. No, I can't. No. God won't. I can't. You have to make your own choice. Hebrews 2, it, it describes what happened with the Master. Actually, go to chapter 5, because I'm not going to get caught on some other verses on the way there. Chapter 5, verse 5. Jesus didn't glorify himself to be made the high priest. Do you know apparently there is rank in the Godhead? First Corinthians fifteen says that Jesus, when all things have been under His feet, He Himself will be subject to the Father, right. that He may be all in all. And Jesus said, "My Father is greater." Didn't He say? It? He did. Then I. Things like this uh, dispute. The oneness doctrine—that Jesus is the Father. He even talked about only the Father knows the time, right? Numerous things. No, Jesus is not the Father. And he—he uh, he says here that he didn't make himself the high priest. Y- you don't take these kingdom honors to yourself. You can't promote yourself. You hear sometimes people talking about, I know uh, people talked about uh, Or Robert's anointing and uh, different ones. I heard somebody say, well, you know I'm getting that anointing. <laughs> Are you now? <laughs> First off, if you knew what it entailed, <laughs> you'd have a different idea. But it's not up for grabs. You either called with that same call, hmm, and then you gotta qualify. Even if you called, it's not up for grabs. And Jesus, even though he was the only one qualified to be the ultimate high priest and to be the redeemer, he did not take the honor to himself. The Father gave it to him, and he said. Uh, When he said this, you are my son, today have I begotten you. And he said another place, you're a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears, unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared reverence and honor, Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. He's talking about the master. Right. And being made perfect or complete, he became the author. Yes, <laughs> Firstborn of many brethren. The author of eternal salvation to all them. That obey him. Yes, yes, yes. We're, we're almost done on this. Submission is not being forced. You know what else submission is not? Easy. You're reading about submission right here. Does this sound easy to you? I had the privilege years ago of teaching on some of these things at Ramah. And not once, not twice, but numerous times, I'd have a new student come in and go, you know, I'm so excited about this. Submission's always been easy for me. Uh-huh. I just never had any problem with it. I know immediately they have no clue yeah. what it is. It was, well, it's easy for me. No, it's not easy for you. Well, how do you know? Because I know what it is.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, what do you mean? By nature of what it is, submission is not easy for anyone. It was not easy for Jesus. Somebody's struggling a little bit. Let me read it again for you. Are you there? In the days of his flesh, he offered up prayers and supplications with what? Strong crying and tears. Is Jesus a whiny baby? No. Huh?
1: No.
0: What's going on here? Let me remind you of the prayer in the garden. When he when blood came out of his pores. He is praying. He's crying. Crying. The master's crying. Tell me the prayer. Help me out. Not my will, but your will be done. Submission is not agreement. You don't have an opportunity to submit until your will is different from the person you're supposed to submit to. If you already want to do it, that's agreement. That's not submission. And you'll hear people talk that way. They say, now, you know, uh, uh, I usually submit. But on this, I I just can't. (laughs) What what do they mean? I usually agree. And now the first time in three years I've had an opportunity to submit, Uh I'm not going to. He learned obedience by what? The things. the things that he suffered. That's not just talking about going to the cross. Right. That's this praying and crying and what's going on here. And that is part of our development and our maturity. First Peter talks about after you've suffered a while. Right. Mm-hmm. The Lord make you perfect, strengthen, settle you establish you. He's not talking about suffering, being sick, being broke. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. What's he talking about? Not getting your way. Not getting your way. Submitting your will to another's will. Saying, I I don't want to do this, but if that's what you want me to do, I will do it. Now, you should not submit to everybody that you meet. They don't have that place in your life. But God certainly has that place in your life. Is that right? Jesus has this place in your life. And there are people. We we read it last night. Obey them that have the rule over you. There are some people. And in order to fully develop, there will be situations where it's not what you want to do. But if you humble yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody say humble yourself. Humble oh, yourself. God gives grace to the humble. Yes. Is that right? Yes. You humble yourself. Strength, wisdom, understanding will flow to you. And it, it can be tough on your flesh. You may do some crying. Like I said, there's been some points in Phyllis in my life in 40 plus years. Anybody that's walked with God for 40 years, you've come across a few things. And there's been more than once. I mean, some things I wouldn't go through again for large sums of money. I'd just say, no, thank you. No, no. And like I said, there's been a few times by myself, between me and God, I'd come and fall across the bed and and put in a request for a transfer. I said, God, I want to do something else. And we'd come back denied. So I'm like, Tell me what's it what's it time for now? What's it time for? I don't want to do this. I don't wanna but what's it time for? Not not my will, but your will be done. Stand on your feet, everybody. <laughs>